Hi, and welcome to She Is Wise, a podcast dedicated to braver, bolder, bigger conversations for women who want to change the world. I'm Ellie Bell, an empowerment coach passionate about supporting women to show up in the world as their best version of themselves. I'm a former corporate executive with a background working in professional sport and a qualified life coach working with women for the past four years. I've got two gorgeous little girls, which are the reason I'm so determined to change the way women are in the world. I have an incredible husband who encourages, supports and shapes my work in ways that prove that men have to be part of the solution. And I'm Erin Hodson, a psychic medium and spiritual healer who believes that for the world to be a place I'm grateful and proud to leave for my two young sons, change is necessary and that change must be led by women. My work is deeply rooted in ancestors and understanding who we come from and who we can become. I love exploring the spirituality of who we are and the intersection of that with our human experiences. We're two women who grew up on opposite sides of the world, but when we met, instantly recognized each other as kindred spirits, ready to make meaningful change in ourselves, each other, and the world around us. Now is the time for women to be brave, vulnerable, and bold, to explore what is really true for us and how we can make meaningful change in the world. Join us as we dive passionately into conversation about things that really matter, share lighthearted banter with each other, and dare to challenge what we've been told we can do, have, and be as women. Hello and welcome to She Is Wise. Today we are going to be talking about the power of reflection and the power of intention. And it's a really good time of year to be doing this sort of work. It's the start of a brand new year. It's the end of the last year, obviously. And actually, sometimes it's really important to just be able to really go through experiences, understand what's got you to where you are now, to be able to then really move forward in a confident manner to know what you really want. So today, we're just going to talk a little bit about, first of all, what reflect is why it's important and how it can really benefit you and then we're going to dive into a little bit about what intentions are and again why it's important to have them and how they can really influence the way you show up so Erin reflections what are they to you Oy. I think reflections have changed a lot for me in the last couple of years I used to look back and look at the things that I didn't do well the things that you know I should have done but didn't all of that sort of you know, yucky should kind of language. Um, In recent times, my reflections have been much more about how I've been and what I've enjoyed and what I want more of and what I need to let go of without attaching emotion to that. And I think that's probably the key part of it for me is I used to feel guilty or shame or like anger even around some of the stuff that I was reflecting on, like the fact that I, you know, I'd intended to be more present with my children and yet here I was shutting myself away in an office to try and get work done while they were, you know, sitting playing on the iPad or something like that. And now I'm much more willing to remove those feelings from that and actually look at, well, why am I doing that stuff? And what do I need to know about that to be able to change that? You make just a really good point straight away, as I knew you would, and I know that you do, because reflecting on all of our conversations, that's what you do really well. (laughs) I like what I did there. Um, I think you're right. I think reflection is one of those things that actually, if you get really caught up in that sort of negative shoulds and I didn't and if onlys, then it can be a really negative place. And we talk about getting on that spiral um, and that can be a really easy way to get pretty far down, pretty 
flipping quickly, to be perfectly honest. But as you say, if you can start to use the reflections as a way to support you moving forward, so using them as that opportunity to feel empowered, to to use them for growth, to use them to um, decide what you want more of, and to learn from why you've behaved in certain manners they're actually like they're an incredibly helpful tool but you have to go into them in the right energy and i think being able to kind of extract the emotion out of them is really helpful and you know i'm like a huge fan of emotions i think emotions and feelings are absolutely key so for me to be saying like remove them out of it is it's not something i say a lot of but actually in this situation it's really important because when you're reflecting, you're looking back on something. And the one thing that we know is you can't change something that's already happened. So there is very little point in looking back on something and allowing the emotions about, well, I wish I'd done it differently, or if only things could have been different. There's very little point having those emotions bubbling up because there's, to be brutally honest, there's fuck all you can do about it. The only thing you can do about it is move forward with the lesson that you need to. So to be able to actually extract the emotions when you're reflecting is really important because then you can actually start to look at it with a clear mind. You can actually look at it with that sort of overarching view and start to pull out the pieces that are really helpful and let go of the things that aren't. We all do things that we perhaps you know, aren't terribly proud of the way we've shown up or things that we've done that haven't turned out as we would wanted. But all of those are part of our journey and part of our lesson and part of our learnings. And I think when you can start to look at things like that, it makes a lot more sense. My mum, and I attribute this quote to her a lot, it's not her quote. I'm not sure who said it first. And at some stage I might find out. But for now, my mum said, um, you have to live your life forwards, but you can only understand it backwards. And I think that sums up reflections really nicely. When we're in the moment, when we're, you know, living day to day, we have to keep moving forward. We have to be able to, you know, kind of accept we are where we are in many ways. But then when you actually start to look back, you can start to make more sense of it. You can start to see how you ended up in certain places, why things have worked out. Like one of the stories, and I'm not sure I've shared this one before, that I really use when I'm talking about that sort of reflection piece and that that understanding that things happen for a reason. And I do believe that. And you won't know it in the time. But a number of years ago, um, golly, it would have been back when I was living in England. So we're talking a good nine ten years ago I met a chap an Australian guy and we were dating for a bit he was only over in London for a wee while so we had this very long distance relationship it was all very bizarre and random when I look back on it but I you know I really fell for him and we I flew over to Australia to see him for like a long weekend I mean it sounds completely nuts when I talk about it now but at the time it was you know all this emotion and it was all wonderful and exciting there was something about him that I liked but there was also something underneath that I didn't but at the time I was so in that space of not deserving, not worthy of good people that I just kind of went with it. And, you know, this was my opportunity of love and and all of those sorts of things. And he hurt me a lot. He he was a complete asshole, if I'm completely honest, looking back on it now. And at the time, the experience was so painful. You know, it was just, it was awful. I remember feeling embarrassed. I remember feeling ashamed that I'd, you know, thought that this chap was going to you know be something important to me I remember feeling just you know miserable and and gutted and guilty for you know just like all of the real low vibration all the horrible feelings I had all of those I mean none of them were about me they were all about him but it was a really really difficult time so I could look back on that and be like that was a really crappy time but actually 
with that this view of reflection with the view of taking out the emotion and everything like that if I actually look back at that time a number of really important things for me in my life happened first of all I learned that it was okay to ask for help and that actually my friends weren't going to judge me and all of that guilt and all of that shame and all of that you know horrible thoughts that I had about myself was actually just me being a real shit to myself it wasn't how other people viewed me other people felt desperately sorry for me and wanted to love me and and help me so that was the first time probably I've ever really allowed anyone to step in and support me and I remember so vividly um, my friend Sarah saying to me you help everyone all the time let us help you and it was like this pivotal moment where I realized actually it was a really assholey thing not to let people help me so when I reflect back that was a key moment And the other thing is that if I hadn't gone through that, if I hadn't met this guy from Australia, I mean, I I spent some time in Aussie in 2019, which is a really long time ago now, but feels like it was, you know, maybe five years ago. Um, If I hadn't have met him, I wouldn't have gone to Australia. I wouldn't have realized that you can fly across the world relatively easily. I wouldn't have ended up having a job interview with Cricket World Cup, which I kind of tied in whilst I was, you know, over for a long weekend. And I wouldn't have ended up where I am now. I wouldn't be standing having this conversation with Erin. I wouldn't be living in New Zealand. I wouldn't have met my husband. I wouldn't have my children. So much of my life is now wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for that experience. But it would be very, very easy to go back and reflect on it and really focus on like the negative and, you know, the things that made me feel really awful. But when I remove that, when I look back on it with this sort of clear mind, I can see how it was such a pivotal time. And it was really the moment everything changed for me. And I think that's the power of reflection. That is what it can allow you to do. It can really allow you to understand how you've ended up where you are and then how you can get more of that sort of stuff. So, you know, I share that story because I think it's really important to know that when you're in the moment, when you're going through an experience, it can feel really difficult and really challenging and really awful. But you have to just trust that at some stage you will look back on it and you'll see why it was that way yeah I mean I think um you know that speaks to that concept of everything happening for your highest good and that's something that I talk about a lot in my own life I think for me and when it comes to reflection the key part of it I think particularly because we have challenges around like detaching from emotion like we are human we feel things and sometimes we feel things deeply for a really long time For me, when we're looking to reflect, one of the key things we need to do first and foremost is actually come from a place of gratitude for where we are right now. So before engaging in that reflection, before looking back and saying, you know, this is where I've been and this is what I've navigated and all of that good stuff, really be present with yourself and be grateful for what what you are in this moment because what you are in this moment is the sum of all of the stuff that's come before and even the really hard stuff the stuff that is painful to talk about the stuff that feels like there might be some regret there or some grief or you know some feeling of shame or something like that we can't detach from the emotion of that unless we recognize that it is for our highest good and that we are in the place we're supposed to be. So I think that's the first thing, like when we're looking to reflect on 2021, which was a much more challenging year than most people were anticipating, I think, really step into that gratitude of here I am at the precipice of a brand new year 
a brand new opportunity to create what I want for myself and for the people that I love and to be more authentic and more powerful and all of those beautiful things. And I'm grateful for who I am right at this moment because I've never been more prepared to step into that. I've never been better equipped to create what I want from life. I've never known myself more deeply. I've never trusted myself more fully. I've never liked myself so unerringly. And to be able to really like be present in that and express that gratitude then allows us, I think, to be able to go back and look at that stuff that was hard and that we, you know, in reflection might have done differently if we had had an awareness of how it was going to turn out or, or whatever. Um, I think that's like really, really key and something that a lot of us forget about until we're already in the reflection phase and then we're like, oh, crap, <laughs> you know, like, oh, that did feel really hard and, man, I feel really crappy about that. And and detaching from the emotion then is a much, much bigger and harder thing to do. I think you make a really good point there when you talk about at that moment being grateful for everything that you've done. And often we can feel like we haven't necessarily got where we want to on the journey and we can feel like we perhaps haven't started doing as much work and we know that we want to feel better and we know that we want to like ourselves more and we might not necessarily be there yet. But actually being able to reflect on where you are and acknowledging even just a little part of that can really, really help in terms of moving forward because you're starting to identify what you want more of, which actually takes us nicely into intentions. But being able to be present, being able to be um, connected to you, connected to what is your truth, what you want to be feeling, even if you haven't got there yet, the fact that you are aware of what you want to be feeling means that you're going to get there. Does that make sense? It's kind of like that whole, it's really easy to get caught up in that negative thought process, that that not, um, not being good enough, not having got things right and all of those sorts of things. But I think if you can be really centered, if you can be really grounded in the moment and gratitude, I mean, everyone who knows me knows that gratitude is one of my, my favorite things. But if you can be grateful for, for even just the small amount of progress you might have made, as you said, Aaron, like 2021, I honestly think like people you know, this time last year, we're recording this just before Christmas. This time last year, everyone was like, come on, roll on 2021. It's going to be a whole new year. 2020 was an absolute shitstorm. 2021's got to be better. And it wasn't for, I think, probably everybody. Like it really has sort of remind, I think for me, it certainly said that actually it wasn't, 2020 wasn't just a blip. Actually, it's more of a bloop, <laughs> you know, it's going on that much longer. And having that awareness is, is helpful moving forward. So being able to look back and see, you know, where you might have made some mistakes, what you would like to do differently is really important because then when it comes to, you know, looking at the year ahead and the fact that, you know, we we know that 2022 is we, we can't just say, oh, it's going to be heaps better because we've just, you know, got we got bitten on the ass around thinking that last time. But actually what we can do is use the experience of the year where it was still quite difficult and be able to be really intentional about the way we want to show up. So there's a whole load of stuff in the world that we cannot control. Like we cannot control what is going on with COVID. We cannot control with what's going on in, with borders in New Zealand. We can't control, you know, who's getting vaccinated and who isn't. Like there's a whole load of stuff that we have no control over but what we can control is how we want to feel and how we want to show up in the world and what is right for us and for me that's what intentions are about they're they're different to goals goals are like an external thing that you're striving
striving towards. It's like an end result. It's something that that you are aiming to get to. And, and they're helpful and they're useful in many, many ways. Intentions for me is actually about how am I going to show up every day to move myself forward? What actions am I going to take within myself to be able to show up in a way that feels authentic and congruent with who I am? Uh, I mean, goals are totally masculine, right? Like they're all about doing. Like mm. I'm going to do this intentions are much more feminine they're much more about being like who am I going to be how am I going to be and it's interesting because intentions and reflections are very much a feminine thing they're very aligned with the moon we see that in the moon phases that there's a time for reflection around the full moon and then there's a time of intention setting around the new moon and I think that is the perfect reflection of the fact that it is a um, a feminine energy. So when we're setting intentions, you know, indeed when we're reflecting on where we've been, I think it's really important to look at how we've been and who we have been rather than what we have done. So it's really engaging that feminine connection, that feminine wisdom that says actually like, because I really feel that part of, setting intentions moving forward is about that feminine being state like I don't set goals around what I want to do anymore so much as I want to really engage with who do I want to be and how do I want to be how do I want to feel and you know we talk about detaching from emotion but emotion and feeling are different I think emotions are innately tied to a specific event or situation or person feelings are much more internalized they're much more about who we are and what we're doing in the moment and who we're being in the moment so when we're setting intentions I think that the key thing is really focus on who do I want to be and how do I want to feel how do I want to be in the world so you talk about showing up like I want to be the most confident version of myself I want to be connected to a sense of purposefulness in my life so that I show up in my most confident self, so that I show up in my power. Um, I want to be connected to my truth. Um, I want to be connected to you and the other women that we serve and my wife and my children. I want to be present with them, Mm. right? That's not about doing anything apart from honoring who I want to be. And, and when we're setting intentions at the start of a new year and we're, we've done the reflection on what the last year was, and you're right, 2021 was just a continuation of the 2020 shitstorm, let's be fair. And I think it has been a brutal reminder or a, a memorandum to people that actually there is a massive reset happening. We're not going back to normal because normal wasn't serving us. And the more that we embrace that and create what we want moving forward and put our focus there rather than wishing that things could go back to the way that they were, the better off we'll be, right? So setting intentions around that. What do I want life to look like from now on? Rather than getting stuck in that, like I've got to strive towards these things. I have to do these things before this time next year. Um, The only thing you need to do is let go of the sense that you need to do something. Um, Uh, I I would, I would, challenge that a little bit because I do believe that in order for intentions to actually manifest, we do have to like 
as well as setting the intention, we then have to take actions to ensure we, that they happen. We do take intentional action towards what we want, but I don't think we go into it with the energy of I have to do things. We just set the intention that we want the end result to mm. feel a particular way or be a particular way. And then we take the actions we're guided to to get there. Yeah, right. I think it's having that focus and I think it's having positive energy to manifest it. But I think I think one of the biggest mistakes people make with manifesting is thinking that, well, I've set my intentions, that's I've done it all. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I think I actually think we have to we have to go into that and yeah. say actually, I mean, you, do, you don't you do you don't have to do the, your fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't turn the car on and then expect it to drive without put, putting your foot on the accelerator and changing gears and all of that yeah. stuff, right? Like you do have to do the things. But I don't think our intention should ever be about doing the things. Mm. It should be about where we get to, because then we'll be guided to the things that we need to do to get there in the way that we're supposed to. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit like that journey of like, if we set the GPS on the car for the fastest route, right, we might actually miss out on some of the things that are on the scenic route that are actually going to serve us. Like for us, when a, a trip we took, um, we missed the turn off on the GPS because my children were arguing in the back of the car and we couldn't hear the GPS go and um, and we missed it. But what that did was it, it actually took us through a little township where we had to stop because my seven-year-old who has to pee every five minutes on a car trip needed to pee. So we stopped. And then I found out later that that was the town that my father's father grew up in, right? And I had never been there. I didn't know anything about it. But afterwards, I found that out and it was like, I, it felt really amazing that I had just serendipitously, you know, that word, turned up there. Like it was just purely out of chance that we had turned out up there. And it was a complete mistake if you look at what we were supposed to do. Um, but there was a reason for it. And so, you know, I think we need to just be a little bit okay with being guided to the things that we have to do to get to our intentions rather than setting, a, like, we don't get to set the pathway. And for someone like me who um, control is my middle name and my first name and my last name. Um, all that in capitals. Is, yeah, all in <laughs> massive capitals. And bold. Probably some sort of like word art as well. Yeah. Um, flashing. Um, that feels that feels really uncomfortable and it's something that I'm still massively learning to do. So if you're listening to this going, oh, how the hell do I be and not I think drive everyone control does. the world? It's really difficult. I think everyone also, struggles with that. Though. Yeah. Like that's a human thing, right? We're taught yeah. that we should know the pathway forward. Yeah, true. I, I And I think what I'm saying is that don't worry if that does feel terrifying. You don't have to let go of all control straight away. It's kind of just ease yourself into it. See if you yeah. can do it with just like a couple of things. If there's, you know, that how you want to show up in the world, like do it around stuff that perhaps doesn't necessarily that you don't need to control, if you know what I mean. So if you can actually release a little bit, it's kind of like let the reins go a bit. You'll find it a lot easier on other things. And I can speak about this from experience. And um, my words for 2022 are release and allow. So uh, you'll be hearing me hopefully speak quite a lot about this because I'm going to need to, to make sure that I actually stick to it and do it. But actually allowing things to unfold the way they're meant to 
is so important. And just following the, the nudges, following the signs, like once you have set those intentions, once you have got that sort of, you know, guiding image about where you want to be or how you want to feel or how you want to show up in the world, then allow the universe to do its bit. You know, you, you need to keep listening and you need to keep following the string, follow the pathway, but allow yourself, if you feel like you're being nudged in a direction, just explore it for a bit. It doesn't mean that that's the only way you can go. It's just another opportunity. And I think that's, for me, is something that I'm learning to be more okay with is that actually I can look over here. It doesn't mean I have to go that way, but I'm allowed to look at it. And actually, I can explore it a little bit more. And then it might be that I want to go over here and explore a little bit more. So being open to the nudges and being allowing of where it might take you is a big part of intentions because they are, they're basically a way to get you to where you want to be, but in a sort of much more feminine, wise way than that sort of masculine striving to hit your goals and, you know, just get on and do it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the modern wise woman way, right, is to honour our intuition and our connectedness to the universe and to honor the natural cycles as well. Like, you know, when we set ourselves goals and we say we're going to do something, if it's in the wrong season or if it's in that, like we don't get to set timeframes on stuff, Mm -hmm. right? So if we're saying to the universe, this is the only way that I can do this, then the universe has no room to support us. It's like when you tell someone, you know, this is the only thing that you're allowed to do. And they're like, but, 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 and you're like, no, no, that's the only thing you're allowed to do. And then the house burns down (laughs) and suddenly you're like, and they're like, oh, I was actually going to tell you that there's a fire over there, but you wouldn't let me talk, right? Like it's that kind of restrictedness. And if we're talking about allowing, it really is that state of being where we are connected to our inner wisdom. We're connected to that feminine wisdom and energy that we all carry And then using that to create a life where we feel connected to ourselves, connected to the universe, and we co-create. Like, you know, we are in a co-creation with the universe and our human experiences. We're never acting on our own. There's always um, spiritual support, natural support, universal support, whatever you want to describe it as. That's always happening with what we do. It's not happening in spite of what we do or or whatever. And so we have to really maintain connection to that. And the intention for me is always like, how do I best embody so that what I create is what I want or more? Like, you know, this or something better, right? Like we always say that. And I think that's really important. Yeah. And I think that's a, a great place to finish this conversation for now is that it's about this or something better. Such a good reminder that actually what we can possibly believe is possible there is so much more the universe can provide us with so much more we just have to be willing to be open to the opportunity and when we allow things to happen when we you know release that control when we just set the intention about how we want to feel we are massively opening ourselves up to this or something better so great conversation as always any last thoughts because I, I know this is something that you're incredibly passionate about and um and like to talk at length about <laughs> in a very positive good way um mm-hmm. so <laughs> um, <laughs> totally <laughs> I think the only thing that I want to say is if you're setting the intention for yourself now that you want to be more connected with yourself more powerful more in your truth and living a more purposeful life this time next year then reach out to us and let us know because we are about to start promoting our She Awakens program, which launches in March to the general 
public and you know we have a scholarship program starting before that but that program is all about giving you the support the guidance um, the space and the permission to create that for yourself to connect with yourself to do the healing the growth the unraveling and all of the beautiful things so that you can be that version of yourself that you want to be so if your intention feels aligned with what we talk about with that inner wisdom, that feminine energy, the intuition and all of that stuff, reach out and let's have a chat about whether She Awakens might be the container that supports you to undergo that metamorphosis this year and whether that transformation is something we can support you with because we're really excited about the program and it is all about that modern wise woman and the goddess mindset and stepping into your power and all of those beautiful things. So, um, yeah, we would love to, you know, engage that as part of your intention setting, if that's something that you feel called to. Well, all of those things. And of course, like, subscribe, reach out if you've got any comments, if you want to hear more. We are here. We are willing to connect. We are looking to connect. We um, we love talking. We have many words, as you know. And uh, thank you for tuning in and listening to us. So we will see you again or speak to you again next week. You've been listening to She Is Wise with Ellie Bell and Aaron Hodson. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please remember to subscribe so you can join us next time. And if you haven't already, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this podcast with your friends. Thanks so much for joining us and we will catch you on the next episode.